Hi there, this is Melody Thuston, and you are tuned in to A Word from the Tabernacle. This past Sunday, my father, Bishop L.F. Thuston, delivered a dynamic word straight from the heavens. He gave us our 2020 theme, right time, set time, God's time. You know, this year in 2020, you need to know what time it is and know that it won't always be time as usual. I hope this word inspires you, gives you perspective, and encourage you to see God in a different way. Let's go in. Who came to hear the word of the Lord? Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. We're going to fast this week. It's a good time to fast. We're to fast on um, Monday night and Thursday night from um, sundown to sunup. Start fasting. Sundown on Monday until sunrise on Tuesday. I know that may not be the way you used to do it, but behold, I do a new thing among my people. That's the way they started the Old Testament anyway. And we'll begin at sundown on Thursday until sunrise on Friday. And tomorrow, I'm going to join you in prayer. Will everybody be here for the one-hour prayer meeting on tomorrow night. We get ready to pull some strongholds down. Amen. And if I ever had any doubts, I don't have any doubt now. Yes, we get ready for some warfare. Amen. I say we get ready for some warfare. Amen. That's the only way you're going to have some new victory. you never have greater victory staying in the same place. You've got to be sure you keep the ground that you've claimed and get ready for some more. Somebody say warfare. warfare. Romans chapter 13. And I want you to look at this interesting verse. Verse 11. If you got it, say I got it. And that, knowing the time that now it is high time. Please let me read that again. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time. Matter of fact, I want you to repeat that after me. Knowing the time. That now is. It is now high time. awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed our salvation is now nearer than when we believed one translation says that it is now the right time. Yeah. Knowing the time that now it is the right time. Yes. What time is it anyway? You don't need to turn around and look at the clock. Because usually we're more. 
interested in what time it is more than we are what time is. I said usually we're more interested in what time it is than what time is. Matter of fact, just come on over here, Brother Phil. Come on over here. Most, most people are not even thinking about time. Except when they're running late. Let's go right over here. working Levites yeah. you will find. Get ready to lay their hands on him. You ought to be ready 
to believe God too. Yeah. If he's asking God for help and strength, yeah. what better time for him to receive it than right now? We don't need an organ wind up for that. We don't need to go to the hymn book for that. You really don't need many orders for that. But if you really want him to receive what God has for him, it really wouldn't take more than about half a minute for you just to open up your heart, open up your mouth, join him in faith. Amen. Trust God to do what only he can do. Sense the spirit of intercession. Thank God. And trust God to do more for him than he's even asking. For now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. And we receive it now. Yes, Lord. Let the church just say, yes, Lord. And while he's receiving his, you can receive yours. Just lift your hand and say, yes. Come against every hindrance. We come against every demonic disruption. And we come against the work of the enemy. And we give you the praise and the glory. And it's already started. I want to get about 50 people just jump up and say it's already started. I mean your faith is alive. You, your faith not hype, but your faith is alive. It's the right time to awake out of your sleep and shout it's already started. Give God 10 seconds of all the praise you have. Now give him some more. Sit down if you want to in the presence of the Lord. Thank God. I wish somebody would just say, it's the right time. I wish somebody would just say it again, it's the right time. I think in, in 2020, this 2020, I don't need long today. I don't need long. I don't need long. But I think in this year of 20 and 20, you need to know what time it is. And when you know what time it is, that represents the fact that it will not always be time as usual. That's right. It will not be the same tempo, the same cadence. It won't always come in the same sequence. And you're going to miss out. Yes. Help me, Father. You're going to miss out on something marvelous if you do not keep up with God's time. Amen. Since we're creatures of habit and we're creatures of the routine and the predictable, we usually try to imagine God working on the schedule to which we are accustomed. We're usually accustomed to God moving in a way that we're familiar until we will almost limit God from doing anything beyond the familiar. Mm -hmm. And that's why the apostle says to these Roman saints, it's the right time. This is the time. Matter of fact, let me, let me just ask you to repeat after me one more time. Knowing the time, 
that now it is high time to awake. Is it possible that even among the sisters there has been sleeping? Is it possible that even among the brothers there's been a contagious epidemic of sleeping sickness? Is it possible even among the blood washed Thank you, Holy Ghost. Even among the twice born. Even among the fire baptized. Come on out, Satan. Even, even among the spirit field, you can be lulled into a sense of weariness and drowsiness until the only thing that can awake you is the cock a doodle doo of the chicken in the morning. What happens if you're not around a rooster? What happens if you're not on a farm? What happens if the rooster has laryngitis? What happens if the rooster is on vacation? God can awaken you in more than one way. Somebody say the right time. Medical dictionary says time is a certain period at which something is done. What is it? The Encyclopedia Britannica says time is the continuum that lasts spatial dimensions, just continues beyond all physical dimensions. The physicist John Wheeler said, time is what prevents everything from happening at the same time. Keeps everything from happening at once. That's what time is. Einstein said, Einstein said, time is what clocks measure. That's supposed to be the most intelligent man of the 20th century. He said, let me simplify it. The clock tells you what time is. But maybe there's more to time than just the sequence of measurement. Maybe there's more to time, can y'all hear me, than just a spatial continuum. Maybe there's more than time to time than just the measurement of activities and events. Maybe time is a tool that God has created to get you to your destiny. Say, say that again. Because there is a force that is greater than the clock and the rising and the setting of the sun. There's a force that is greater than moments and seconds and minutes. Preach Houston. Greater than hours and days and weeks. Greater than months and years and decades. Greater than centuries and millennia. Time was created by God. Yes. I wish somebody would say God did it. Come on and say it again. God did it. God did if you really think about it, when God began creation, time was on the top of his list. Yes. God is the creator. Yes. 
And the creator is the one who creates. And when God began creation, he began on time. There was no time until God created. Hebrews 11 and 2 says, by faith we know that the worlds were shaped or fashioned by the word of God. And another word for that word, shape, is time. That when God began creation, we know by faith that he began it using time under the management of the word of God. Say yes. Come on and say yes, Lord. So God took his time and said, let there be light. And there was light. And God took his time. When the earth was dark and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, then God took his time. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. God took his time. And the evening and the morning were the first day. The first day of all time and all creation. And the second day, and the third day, ain't nobody praying. And the fourth day, and the fifth day, and the sixth day, and on the sixth day, he said, It's time to make mankind. And God took his time and went down into the dust of the earth, took his time and formed man, then took his time and breathed into his nostrils. I mean, God. Breathe the breath of life, and then man became a living soul. Took his time, put man back to sleep, went into his rib, and again took from the earth and formed a woman. He took his time and said, Now let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. Let him have dominion over the fowl of the air, the beast of the field fish of the sea and everything that swimmeth through the sea. And then on the seventh day God took his time and said I'm taking a day off. Time for a pause. He wasn't tired. He wasn't fatigued. He wasn't worn out. He wasn't exhausted. He wasn't bored. But God was just showing us that there's a time for everything. It's a time to start. A time to stop. Time to begin, a time to end, a time to work, a time to rest, a time to give, a time to take, and everything that happens in your life is because God created time. God is the only one that's not limited by time. Eternity supersedes time. God is eternal. He didn't create time for himself. Can you hear me? God has no beginning. He has no ending. He's the first. He's the last. He always has been. Always will be. God is. Not was, not will be. He told Moses, get that through to Aaron, to Pharaoh's thick skull. I am that I am. I'm not in the past. I'm not waiting on the future. He is eternal. He's infinite. He is endless. He's God all by 
himself. He doesn't need anybody else. But he created time so that we might live on earth to get us ready to live in eternity with him. Say yes. Yeah, now we see in Mark 13 and 20 that God has the unique ability to change time. I'm trying to help somebody here. You need to know what time it is in your life. You, you cannot increase time. You cannot diminish time. But God can extend time. And God can shorten time. Joshua lifted up his cry and asked the Lord to let the sun stand still. He stopped time. Joshua didn't do it. He asked God to. And God calls the sun in its orbit and the moon in its orbit and the earth in its rotation to continue uninterrupted but he stopped time. Ask your neighbor, can you do that? God told Isaiah to inform the king Hezekiah your time is up. You do know there's a time appointed for all of us to check out. Are y'all going to let me finish this? Will you tell somebody it's not my time today? Tell them. Go on and tell them it's not my time today. The time is coming for all of us, but let me see what the Holy Ghost is showing me. I don't see anybody in here that this is your appointed time to die. And you ought to just praise God because that means it's your appointed time to live. I said, you ought to praise God. Aren't you glad God appointed you more time? I mean, you ought to praise God because your times are in his hands. Ha! Say yes. Isaiah told Hezekiah, sit the house in order. Because you're about to die and you're not going to live. And Hezekiah had an intense and detailed, sincere, personal conversation with the creator of time. And God said, just because you ask, I'm going to do what nobody else can do. Without surgery, without medication, y'all ain't praying with me. Without a doctor's visit, without any transplants, but without any special potions or herbs, without getting a prayer line, I just added 15 more years to your time. Matter of fact, I don't know how your faith is working about now, but somebody in here, if you're honest, you know God has given you some extra time. You know you could have been cut off, Brother Diamond. You know you could have been a victim. You know you're already going beyond what was predicted. You know others are gone with what you still have. You ought to lift your hand and tell God, thank you for my time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And your days can be shortened. Same one that gives is the one who takes away. Time, Jesus said in Mark 13 and 20, that because of the condition of the earth, 
that he will shorten the term for the sake of the believers. He already has time, but he can adjust the time. Time is concrete and unmovable on earth, but God uses time as elasticity. He can stretch time out, or he can shrink time in, because he created time. He, oh my God, 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 listen, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, Sister Wiseman, he can even change your time. He can change your time from weeping. Lord, I didn't come to do this, but if you want me to, I will. You can be in a time of sadness. And God can say, that's enough for you. I'm going to change your sadness into gladness. God, 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 God can take your time of less. And say, you've had little long enough, and I'm going to take your less and give you a time of plenty. Because all of time is in the hands of the creator of time. Say yes. But Jesus said, because of the elect. Because of the believers. That's the only reason. Do you know there are things that God will only do because you please him? Now, don't, 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 don't anybody make you think that God is just indifferent. There are things that God will not do until the saints get serious. That's why I'm calling this fast. That's why we're going to this time of warfare. Because he only said, I'm not going to hear from heaven until my people that are called by my name. I don't care what the history books say. It doesn't matter what the predictors think if my people that are called by my name got to humble themselves. They got to pray. Seek my face. Now they really got to do the big part and that is turn from their wicked ways. Then, then, why don't y'all say he said thee? I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sins and heal their land. I wish somebody would just say it's the right time. Do you know we've never fully understood God's healing power? But we know one thing, if the saints will pray and pray sincerely and effectively, there is healing that will only take place when the saints pray. God can do all he can. Matter of fact, you can be the picture of health and one second can separate you from your death. But the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. There, there are things, listen, God will not do what he will do until the saints pray into availability. Somebody say it's the right time. Somebody say it is the right time. Do you, do you know, do you know not until the saints got serious? Now we, we, we talk about the sinners and the Gentiles and the blasphemers and the barbarians. We talk, we talk about the unregenerate and the ingrates. But when they were in one place, when they were in one place at one time, when they were with one accord, 
the Holy Ghost was not released from heaven until the saints did their part. And when we really get serious with God, somebody say, it's the right time. When we get out of our own carnality, our own self-righteous righteousness, our own excuses, amen, our own pride, our own ease, our own, our own, our own alibis, our own practices, our own traditions, our own customs, our own likes and dislikes. When that happens, God will do what he's been waiting to do all the time. He's just waiting for us to get on the right time. Say yes. Two words for time in the scriptures. And one is the word chronos. And that is from where we get the word chronology. It's talking about the measurement of time. The accumulation of time. Your birthday is your chronos time. And that's the word that is often used in the Bible for time. But then there's another word also, I'm rushing away here. And that's the word kairos, kappa, alpha, iota, rho, omicron, sigma. And it's transliterated as you see it on the screen. That's the time that you probably ought to get more familiar with. That's the quality of time. That's the season of time. That's purposeful time. So time moves on two coordinates. You might say the north and the south and the east and the west. So you already know that you're 42 years old. Okay, 43. Okay, 56. All right, 76. All right. Tell somebody you know your birthday. There's nothing you can do about that time. It just, time keeps on turning. See somebody going to that wrong station. Yeah, that's, that's time, that's your chronos time. There's nothing you can do about that. And that's so very predictable. The weeks, the days, the months, the years, that is time. But then the word of God introduces us to another element of time. The time of joy. The time of labor. The Bible speaks of the time of harvest. If they give me just a little bit of time next week, the scripture says it is not the time to receive money. But there is a time to receive money. There's a time there's a time of suffering. There's a time of trouble. Can y'all hear me? There's a time of energy. It's a time of exhaustion. That, that's what Kairos is. It's the time when you're sick. Then there's a time when you wait. It's a time when you are exhausted. Then there's a time when you're in the job. It's a time when you're planting your seed. Then there's a time when you are Bring it in your heart. It's a time when you study. But then there's a time when you master what you study. Paul said, when I was a child, I thought as a child, spoke as a child, understood as a child. But now I've matured. I wish somebody would say, I'm growing up. 
you ought to know something now that you didn't know before, preach Houston. You ought, you ought to have a, you ought to have wisdom that you never had before. You should you don't have 2020 vision uh, until you have hindsight. But you should have learned something from your mistakes. Until your tomorrows are more beneficial than your yesterdays. You should you should have a greater sense of control. You ought to understand something about managing your time. Matter of fact, the hymn writer said, just start counting your blessings. Name them one by one. Matter of fact, you ought to be a stronger saint now than you used to be. You shouldn't just always be a baby saint. You used to get prayed for, now you ought to be the intercessor. They used to cast the devil out of you, now you ought to be casting the devil out. Say yes. We used to have to carry you. Now you ought to be carrying somebody else. Y'all be able to say like Sap, hey, I'm not where I used to be. But I'm wiser. I'm stronger. I'm better. So much better. It's a highway to hell. None can walk up there. Long through I'm not trying to get happy right now, but I'm already happy. But the pure in heart, can anybody lift your hand and just say, I'm going higher? That's what we call the Kairos time. Maybe I better quit here, but now is a good time for you to use God's formula for time. The first thing you want to do is, well, find out what is important. Charles Schwab, one of the greatest businessmen that we know of, he brought in a consultant and he said, if you can tell me how all of my managers can be more productive in this whole company, I'll give you whatever fee you charge. And the man said, get ready to pay me a whole lot of money. He said, tell all of your managers to write down on a piece of paper what, what they want more than anything else. Matter of fact, if it's more than one thing, let them write them down in the order of their importance. If they can make a list on this job, what is important to them, you're going to see their time become more productive. Yes, yes. And maybe I want to just leave about three last comments for you. You may need to identify what is important to you. Before we get any further in February, before we go and get our real and celebrate the close of Super Bowl season. Before the winter is totally over, you may want to just think about what is really important to me. What's important to my life? I would like to say everything You gotta be clear that everything is not important to you. And some things are more important than other things. If you don't get clarity on what's important to you, then your time is going to be wasted. Because if you don't first understand that there's a destiny in my life, I'm here by divine purpose. I'm not here by accident. Thank you, folks. But the same one that created me created time. And the one that created time created a plan for my life. I don't belong to my, I'm about to get happy here. 
didn't save myself. I didn't call myself. I didn't redeem myself. I didn't deliver myself. I did not fix myself. I did not anoint myself, but God did it. I'm gonna leave y'all. I wish somebody would say God did it. The psalmist said we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. It is he that has Say it every day, every day. I hope y'all let me get out of here alive today. Every day, if I say every day, once you say every day twice, every day. You need to ask the Lord. A dynamic word delivered by our pastor, Bishop L.F. Thuston. Right time, set time, God's time. I hope that word elevated you and inspired you in a way that will carry you through the week and through this year. And if you're in the area, come and visit us at Boone Tabernacle Church of God in Christ on 1317 East 12th Street in Kansas City, Missouri. And if you want to get in contact with us for a prayer request, or more information on our ministry, feel free to visit our website at www.boontabernaclekojic.org. Feel free to follow us on social media, like us on Facebook, um, follow us on Instagram, and please subscribe to this channel. Subscribe, subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend, friend that the good news is alive and well. Have an amazing week and look forward to joining with you again next week.